Trends in technology, processes and products. We cover these areas and more coming up on the cutting edge of cannabis. Be informed from the latest initiators of new innovation. Learn about the latest breakthroughs and best practices in the cannabis and hemp industries. Better products, better infrastructure, and better sustainability. The cutting edge of cannabis, consulted by the American Cannabis Company, starts now. Welcome to the cutting edge of cannabis. I'm your host, Ellis Smith, and today we're going to be speaking with Kristen Yoder, owner of Soil to the Oil, and is known as the cannabis industry BS detector. Kristen has over 15 years of working in the cannabis sector from retail, supply chain management, cultivation, analytical testing, to name a few, and you're currently a consultant and strategic advisor. Welcome, Kristen. How are you today? I'm good. Thanks so much for having me on. You bet. I'm super excited to talk to you today. The guys in the office uh, have known about you for the last couple of years. I think we ran into you in Vegas and these guys are following you as, as well as I am and love to see that uh, you're out there being that BS detector as we know there's quite a bit of, excuse my friends, shit in the marketplace. Bullshit yes. that is. <laughs> yes. As I like to say, you can't spell cannabis without the B and the S. It's just a part of it. I'm going to steal that from you. Right? <laughs> I, love it. I know. That's I'm great. pretty proud of that one. I like it. I like it. So you have a very diverse background. What brought you to start Soul to the Oil? Uh, I, well, I did management consulting with my ex-business partner. And up until then, my experience has been in operations. So um, managing a dispensary, uh, growing, managing an edible company, um, project management at a lab. So when I started doing consulting, um, I realized that I absolutely hated it because it was mostly about formal business documentation and boring things that have nothing to do with cannabis. So <laughs> once I realized that, I, um, I split off onto my own and that's when I embraced my bullshit detector um, and just added that to my LinkedIn and created Soil to the Oil because I've done everything from Soil to the Oil. Um, and beyond. And I'm, I I have a pun issue. Like I'm very cheesy like that. So I'm a sucker for rhymes. Um, so that's how I started it. And then I didn't really know what it was for, but then I just kind of built it out. So I had soil to the oil science classes, which was a meetup group I was doing for terpene classes. Um, and soil to the oil media, which was for my uh, cannabis detector podcast. And I had another show called Soil to the Oil Storytime. Um, and yeah, I've just kind of tacked that on to everything else that I'm doing. That was I like, like two it. and a half years ago. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna call your your sayings Yoderisms because I just love I love that you, that, that uh, you've got all these great little sayings here and uh Sweet. It, 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 it's good. I like it. So, um, so you spent time um, working in pretty much all aspects of uh, the dispensary side. You got some time in the cultivation side. Um, you really were involved in this really before regulation came in. Tell me how that shift in taking that step from non-regulation to regulation and how you were able to make that transition and jump. Every business, uh, every cannabis business I've worked for, purposefully and actively went out of their way to regulate themselves and to think ahead of uh, where the city was at to try and stay ahead of the curve so that if there was some sort of 
police situation, at least you had a good defense in court. Um, I mean, that was really the way it goes in California, which is why it's a little different than other states is, you know, it takes some balls to operate in California, but the key is, well, it was before we had legalization, is just to make enough money to get a good enough lawyer and have a good enough defense to get out of it. Um, and lots of people did. So um, going from that, my dispensary that I started at in 2005 was already pre-packaging eighths and grams into little prescription bottles and then putting the warnings on there and then the little uh, warning stickers like may make you drowsy, whatever, and then sealing it. Um, and then we put it in a paper bag and then we would staple the paper bag with a warning not to touch the paper bag until they arrived at their <laughs> stop. And that was in 2005. So um, it's funny because the dispensary actually started off as California Alternative Caregivers Christian discount dispensary. And he added that just to throw off the DEA or something. Sure, sure. Um, but then like someone had posted online that uh, there was a big Jesus statue there, which there wasn't, but he took that out. But anyways, um, so every company I've worked at has been very proactive in that sense. The difference now is um, it's nuts. It's just insane. Compliance sucks. I just saw that once legalization hit, which I did not vote for, I think that it was, I mean, it just basically killed our industry and that has been shown, um, time and time again so far. But I, I see now people are basically, legalization is just a set of tons of laws and laws are easy to be broken and now people are basically just a slave to inefficiencies and um, just out, I mean, just insane amount of regulation for what they're doing. And it's no longer fun or any of that. <laughs> like, it's it's just not even cool. Glam so, the, the glamour's not there. It's lost. I understand. Yeah, it sucks now. It's a business. So I saw with legalization, I had two roads I could take. I could either stick with consulting and help cannabis businesses turn into highly regulated compliant businesses, or I could help uh, regular businesses deal with or work with cannabis businesses. And I chose the latter because I don't have to deal with any of the uh, compliance issues of a cannabis touching business. And um, people are more likely to pay you when they're from the conventional world of business and not the cannabis world. So um, I decided to take it the easier road. Well, tell me, how do your services work then? And, uh, you know, who are your customers and what stage of the business do you come in and assist? I prefer and I am most uh, helpful, I think, in the idea stage before you make any mistakes. Um, I'm really good at coming in and a figuring out, do you have a viable strategy? Have you thought of everything before you move forward? Do you have all the pieces in place? Like I'm your, your check. Um, but once you've already started operating and you didn't start off the right way, I mean, for cannabis brands that use indica and sativa that we can't even work together because I hate that <laughs> shit so much. And it's like, you know, it costs a lot of money to change packaging and to change your entire marketing and branding. So I don't even want to deal with that, you know? Sure, so sure. working with 
entrepreneurs in the idea stage is my sweet spot. The only thing is, is they're not usually ready to financially commit one way or the other. So I'm here to try and help them figure that out. But it's tough to get people to it's like a, I'm a prophylactic. It's hard to express how much you need to pay me to save you from not getting fucked over. Like it's hard sure. to put a price on that up front. So um, usually I just work off of a retainer with people. But my passion and I love advising, but my real passion is helping with education Um teaching any any area of the cannabis industry about any other area or teaching people outside the industry. Um, I'm just a lot more about education because this is a science. I mean, this is a plant. It's uh, grounded in science. And yet we are still hyping and marketing bullshit pseudoscience. And I want to change that, you know. So classes is where I've been doing that a lot as well. I think that's great. So you're really are helping these these um, entrepreneurs who want to get in the space. You're putting together, call it the nuts and the bolts. You're helping them be the architect and design their ideas and really tell them, go this way, don't go this way. Please do this, don't do that. Really helping them get kind of the foundation started so when they're ready to go and raise capital and write checks, they're in a position to understand, all right, I've got at least some direction to go in and I know what to avoid. Is that right? Yeah. And it's also, um, as a trusted advisor, I say I'm above your, your lawyers and your accountants and your consultants, because I'm the one who will tell you what you need to hear, not necessarily what you want to hear. And if anything seems weird to you, ask me and I can look into it. Like I can, if I don't have the answer off the top of my head, I can find the answer. I can look into whether something is wrong or not. Um, it's like having a best friend who has your back. And a lot of people don't recognize the value of that, unfortunately, until they've lost a bunch of money. Um, and that's been the case. It's like, oh, shit, now I get what you do. I'm like, yeah, I tried to tell you, but I'm not a salesperson. Like, I'm not going to try and force you into paying me to save you. Like, sometimes you just got to touch the, the flame and get burned. That's how I learn, you know. That's how a lot of us learn. That's and in this industry, do. you kind of have to get burned to figure out whether or not you really want to be in it in the first place, you know. Kristen, let's take a quick break and we come back. We'll continue talking to you. Time to cut to commercial. More of the cutting edge of cannabis is coming up. Elevate your every day with that Shuggies feeling with the sweet taste of Shuggies. Add a cup of Shuggies to your morning coffee. Ah, how sweet it is. Shuggies infuses cannabis and cane sugar to make it the perfect sweetener with benefits. Make your happy hour happier with a dunk of Shuggies in your drink. Order your Shuggies now at S-H-O-O-G-I-E-S dot com or find it in dispensaries throughout California. Whenever you crave a little sweet, pick up Shuggies, the sweet, sweet, take-anywhere treat. Plant Profits. I'm Vern Davis, and I'd like to introduce you to some of the most forward-thinking executives and companies in the cannabis industry. We call them the Plant Profits. Each week on Plant Profits, we talk to the people at the forefront of the industry, creating real companies and career opportunities. We'll learn from the people leading the charge into the promised land of profit. 
Plant Profits is powered by Protus Global, people solutions firm that has been building companies, changing lives since 1995. P-R-O-T-I-S Global. Find Plant Profits now at CannabisRadio.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, take a look at this. They're selling smart pots. <laughs> they have pot that can make you smart? Where is it? Not that kind of pot. Smart pots are the best aeration container to grow your plants. Check this out. This is the original fabric container for faster producing, healthier plants. They're made with a superior fabric that delivers high yields. Plus, smart pots are reusable and sustainable, so you can use them over and over again, no matter if you use them indoor or outdoor. That's very smart, but how good are they for the environment? Smart pots are BPA-free and lead-free, so you'll always be able to ensure a pure, clean grow, and they're 100% made in the U.S. Over 28 million smart pots have already been sold so it seems like a smart investment. Look for smart pots in close to 2,000 garden centers throughout North America and ask for the original fabric container. Find a store near you or order yours online at smartpots.com. The cutting edge of cannabis now continues only on cannabisradio.com. Welcome back. I've got Kristen Yoder from Soul to the Oil. And so let's talk about that real quick where you're saying that, you know, you have to fail to succeed. And, you know, this is so common in business and these people have to go out there and really fall flat on their face sometimes and stand up and realize I need some help and I need to tap the right resource. But that is part of business and you've got to fail to truly understand how to learn and how to progress and how to move forward and prevent that from happening again. And so it is hard if you have a passion for wanting to educate and help people and not be a salesperson because selling is a whole different type of game. And for what you do, it's, it's challenging to kind of cross both those lines because you want to bring the value, but you don't want to try to force someone to use your service. Yeah, I mean, I kind of just made up bullshit detector. I didn't know what I meant when I made that. And then I kind of just grew into it because I'm, I just have a very, one of my favorite quotes uh, from George Bernard Shaw says, um, a cynic is, uh, oh no, accurate observation is commonly called cynicism by those who haven't got any. And that's me. I have very accurate observations and that I'm a very cynical person. And I think that that's very necessary in the industry. And you don't come to appreciate that until you get burned. It's like a club. I don't know anyone that's been in this industry for longer than six months to a year that doesn't have a bunch of bullshit stories. It's just, you know, but that's what separates the people that will make it and the people that won't, you know, this isn't what people think it is. Um, The plant is awesome. The culture is awesome. The effects are awesome. The business sucks. You know, it just does. No one's ever this blunt, and I love it because this this is it's it's not as glamorous and sexy anymore as it used to be. And you're lucky that you have found a niche where you're able to kind of keep in your bubble and really be that architect and help folks design and eliminate all the BS. And so, uh, kudos to you to really to be able to eliminate all of that because not all of us have been able to do that. I'm still stuck in 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 dealing with some of the stuff that you have kind of eliminated. Oh, but trust me, I pay for that though. Like (laughs) I did not choose a profitable venture by any means. I'm learning that every day. Um, Telling the truth is not how you get paid, which is why I tell people I'm not a consultant. I'm an advisor um, because I'm just here to provide advice based on experience and honesty, you know, but I think the most valuable 
the way that I can make real money doing what I love is doing due diligence for investors on operations um, because I know operations like the back of my hand. And I also know California businesses. So when it comes to investors looking into business, uh, business plans, pitch decks, et cetera, I'm a very good shark when it comes to asking the right questions and tearing those apart. Um, but then again, like my passion is teaching, not necessarily capitalism. So I'm trying to find a balance. Um, <laughs> you know, you, you sound like me. I'm uh, I'm very good at giving away things. And my 10 partners that work with me say, you can't give it away. We have to charge money for these things, Ellis. And so I'm, I'm with you on that book. I, the, the capitalist side is hard, uh, but that, that is what makes the world go round. And so like you say, it is a balance. That is for sure. Yeah. So you, with, with you, be, uh, you're based out of California, correct? Yeah, I'm in Venice Beach. Oh, what a beautiful place. So is most of your business California based or are you doing stuff in other markets as well? Oh, all over. Um, I mean, I'm in LA, but anywhere. Uh, but I specialize in due diligence on California cannabis companies um, because I, I know all the tricks um, in every level of the supply chain. You know, just because it's legal doesn't mean the people running the companies are good at business or doing oh, things know that. Board, you know? that is for sure. Yeah. Do you advise around hemp at all? No, but I mean, I've, from what I've learned and from what I've experienced, although there is just an epic amount of bullshit in the CBD realm, hemp is such a more refreshing industry as far as cannabis industries go. Like, they're like better people, you know, it just seems like less bullshit and better people in a lot of the sense, because hemp is not the flashy drug type, I say in quotes, you know, so it brings um, more, I don't know how to like Midwestern type of people. Um, yeah, you got to watch these Midwesterners. <laughs> yeah. Hey, dude, you know what? I'll I'm take kidding. Midwesterners over, you know, these like slick ass capitalists from the coasts. Well, so, um, yeah, it seems cool. I, I definitely see the same types of bullshit in both industries. Um, I just feel like I'm overwhelmed with the THC industry. Maybe I should take a break to the hemp industry. Well, you're going to find it there too. I was going to give you a warning. So don't. Oh yeah. It's, <laughs> it's everywhere. It's, for it's sure. there. And this is where, you know, there's snakes all around us. And the way we say from the South, when you're going to go in the snake pit, you put your snake boots on so you can deal with the snakes. And so every day I come to work, I put my snake boots on and I'm ready to go to work. I know they're there. We got to figure out how to work around them. Um, sounds like between me and you, we can detect these things pretty quickly in our office. We've learned really fast how to detect the BS and the snakes. Yeah. And it's, it's part of the, game you have to play and i think people listening to this podcast need to realize that be careful with who you're doing business with out there out with out there make sure you do your due diligence hire someone like Kristen to do do the due diligence for you to really look to see who are you working with do these deals make sense are these just ideas and thoughts and f financial rewards, not even realistic. And we find a lot of that as people are shooting for the moon and there's nowhere near going to happen in, 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 a re in a realistic way. And so, uh, yeah, yeah. use the resources around you, our listeners. Especially don't assume just because you've been successful in other industries that you're guaranteed success in this industry, because there is no, 
lack of people out there willing to sell you whatever you want to buy. Like they'll, they'll help you out with your pathway to destruction and get paid the whole time. Um, you know, being humble in this industry goes so freaking far. So I every, see a lot every of day, every day I have a piece of humble pie, it seems like, and I'm learning mm-hmm. and growing from that every day. And I value that it's important. Yeah, it really is. So what are your interests in terpenes? Uh, my understanding is uh, you have some terpene classes. I'd love to learn more about your interest and in, in fascination behind terpenes. There's a big interest and in fa- in, in fascination behind it for me as well. I've been growing the plant for a little over 24 years, and that taste and flavor is what really rocks my socks more than anything about that damn plant. So what are your interests behind it? Uh, Well, for five years, when I managed the dispensary, I started off every interaction with, um, do you want indica, sativa, or a hybrid? Indica is a body high, sativa is a head high. And then uh, every time flower would come in, it was me and one other chick um, and the owner of the dispensary and the guy in the front. So I basically took over everything and I would get flower in and I'd look at it and I'd be like, that's a 60, 40 indica dominant. Um, <laughs> and then I'd make like a sign. I, like I said, I'm cheesy. So it'd be like some clip art. Like I had Bubba Kush and it was a bear with like really like bloodshot eyes and people would be like, Oh, I want the bear one or whatever. Sure. Um, But I believed it. I fully believed my own shit. Like, I had no idea until I started doing product development at the edible company. And we started working with the workshop lab. And they had started creating their terpene training kit and also started doing custom terpene formulations. And that's when I learned that Indica sativa is total bullshit. And it took me like a month for that to sink in because here, (laughs) I've always considered myself like the person, the authority to come for no bullshit. And so, yeah, it blew my mind. And then I became obsessed. And that's when they finalized the terpene training kit. And I started teaching other companies about it. And, um, and it just kind of went from there. And I have an article we did back in 2016 about terpenes. And I've always been a flavor person. It's like why I'm kind of a junkie when it comes to dabs because they taste so good and they're so bad for me. Um, <laughs> but I just, I'm a flavor person. Yes. I don't care what you call it. Like, it doesn't matter. Let me smell it. That's all exactly. I need to do. Exactly. Blind pull me, my nose guides me. Exactly. People don't realize just how integral uh, scent plays in our lives. Um, it's, I mean, it's evolutionary and it affects everything. So then to learn that it's really the flavor that that's what we're all about, you know, um, the telling people into Castiva, <coughs> excuse me, it's not COVID. Just kidding. I mean, no, I'm not <laughs> kidding. But um, telling people, oh, Oh, yeah, it's a indica, blah, blah, blah. They would feel whatever I told them. So of course. even back then, I was like, well, wait, what does weed do if it does whatever I say it does to people? Um, yeah, but I didn't know. So that's when I became obsessed with trying to right my wrongs. And now, like, I get into terpenes and I touch on what they are. But Getting into the specific healing properties of each terpene is really irrelevant when it comes to lighting them, to heating, igniting, vaping, whatever. Sure. Like there are no studies that show the medical efficacy of 
inhaling one terpene, you know, at a specific heat, we don't even know what heat we're heating them up with unless you're using an e-nail. So my class is like a combination of terpenes. This is what they are. I give people a bunch of studies for them to look into it, but to understand that inhaling it is a completely individual thing and that you should just assume that everything you see is bullshit and then try it with no expectations and see what you actually feel, which is when I came up with the idea of doing um, a blind test, have your friend, like give them money to go buy like three grams and take the packaging off and you try each one and you write down how you feel and then compare it to how it's being marketed. Um, I think that's the biggest thing is we don't even, we're doing such a disservice to people by telling them what they're going to feel that, People don't even know what they actually feel. So how can they recreate that somewhere else if they're not being sold the same story, you know? Kristen, Kristen, let's take a quick break and we'll come back. We'll continue with this conversation. Yes. Time to cut to commercial. More of the cutting edge of cannabis is coming up. Empire, a show dedicated to exploring the many potential therapeutic uses of the cannabis plant. Once a cornerstone of healing and now making a heroic comeback, cannabis has the potential to promote health and well-being, bring the body back to homostasis, and foster recovery for a healthier way of living. Empire focuses on a diverse range of serious health issues, presenting views ranging from those of patients and their loved ones through those of researchers and medical professionals. Welcome to Hempire. Oh, let the marijuana llama tell you something now. About a game for your phone, gonna make you say, wow! The game's about the game of growing cannabis for cash. Grow the seeds, sell the bud, put the savings in the stash. Little by little, your empire grows large. Put different celebrities inside your entourage. You can choose to play with Snoop or me or Cheech and Chong. Cypress Hill, Willie Nelson, Wiz Khalifa with a bong. The name of the game is Hemping, that's the point. Download and play while you like yourself a joint. The business of cannabis should be no crime. Hemp Inc. is even hot-proofed by the man who run high times. Oh yeah, get it on Android and I and iOS today. Marijuana Llama out. Got to tend to me on crops, you know. Money don't make itself. Hemp Inc. Trends and technology, processes and products. We cover these areas and more on the cutting edge of cannabis. Be informed from the latest initiators of new innovation. Learn about the latest breakthroughs and best practices in the cannabis and hemp industries. Better products, better infrastructure, and better sustainability. The Cutting Edge of Cannabis, consulted by the American Cannabis Company. The Cutting Edge of Cannabis now continues, only on CannabisRadio.com. Welcome back. I've got Kristen Yoder from Soul to Oil. Right, so sorry to cut you off there. If you would kind of wrap that up. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So basically, terpenes are the difference between the different cultivars. That's the importance of teaching it. But it's not just about the terpenes. It's about being aware of what they are for you as an individual minus marketing. How do I get a hold of your terpene training kit or how to, when's your next class? I want to, I want to take this. I need to do one online. I don't have that yet, but um, if you go to my website, soiltotheoil.com, and a little pop-up will pop up for you to give me your email, then I'm putting a newsletter together that will announce classes. And the um, terpene kit, I believe it's at theworkshop.com slash flavors, and that's spelled 
T-H-E-W-E-R-C-S-H-O-P.com. Well, I'm excited to get my learn on and uh, educate my my palate even more. It's one thing to be able to taste it and identify it, but it's, I want to know how to talk about it and be able to yes. express what I what I, what it's doing and all of these wonderful things is uh, it's such a fascinating part behind the plant. It really is. It's really totally. what rocks my socks and makes my neurotransmitters do the jumps and flips and the things that excite me. <laughs> right? Absolutely. Um, why do you do what you do, Kristen? I, I feel like I'm driven by, uh, conviction. Maybe. I don't know. I just, I see my, my plant and my culture being, um, taken over by greedy capitalist assholes. And, and I think that it's important for somebody, for people in general to speak out and demand more of these companies and these investors and these uh, politicians, et cetera, um, and stay on top of it and to keep the culture alive, you know? Um, so I, it's just like a passion to keep it alive, I think, is why I'm in it. And like I'm just – I'm fueled by spite when it comes to people that think that they know better than us. Like that shit just pisses me off. So that really gets me going too. <laughs> I love it. What's your five-year plan? God, I mean there's a pandemic. So that kind of <laughs> fucked everything up for me to be honest. I'm like – I'm – taking a little bit of time right now to think about things because I've made a career out of focusing on all the negatives and it hasn't left me as a very positive, happy person, you know? So I'm trying to figure out um, how do I continue doing what I do without being super depressed and angry all the time. So I'm not sure in five years. I mean, my goal has always been to be the John Oliver of the cannabis industry or like the John Stewart. I want a daily show type show where I bring on cool people like a talk show and we crack jokes and, um, but keep the cannabis industry accountable and honest. Um, but in a fun way, that's my dream. Well, keep doing your podcast and keep, keep putting the content out. I think, uh, there's a huge need for this. There's a huge audience that is looking for this content. Uh, I'm one of them. Um, and so it'll happen. I think just yeah. keep doing it. You know, this is, this is neat. Yeah. Um, thank you. What have been your challenges starting this business? I'm, I mean, not having confidence. Uh, I've never had besides Jeffrey Raber at the workshop, I've never had mentors in my career. I never knew when I was doing things right. I never had anyone tell me what I was supposed to do in the first place. I'm so self-taught that it was just um, not knowing if I'm handling things correctly and not having that sort of like backup because I work by myself because I've dealt with so many shitty partners or, you know, sketchy situations that it's hard to trust people. So getting my own confidence up through lots of trials and errors and figuring things out and lots of highs and lows. Um, I think that's been the biggest thing is just becoming confident in my own shoes. And I think it's called the Dunning-Kruger effect where it's like, the dumbest people are the most confident and best salespeople and the smartest are like, the most imposter syndrome feeling <laughs> out there. And I'm definitely more on the imposter syndrome than I am on, you know, crazy confidence grounded in ignorance, you know? 
well, keep doing what you're doing. The confidence will come as we like to say, fake it till you make it. That's something we hear quite a bit. You know, surround yourself with the right resources to be able to fall back on. Um, and, uh, yeah, find some good mentors. I'm very grateful for the mentors I've had in my world that have really brought me to where I am. So, uh, yeah, they make a huge difference. They do. They're a good backstop, aren't they? Totally. <laughs> well, Kristen, our time is up. Um, I greatly appreciate you coming on today. I've learned a ton about you. Um, any, any, any kind of closing remarks to our audience on where they can find your website and where they can access you? Sure. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me on. This was great. Um, and people can find me. My website is soil to the oil, all spelled out.com. And if you go to my <clears throat> shows page, you can find all of the episodes of all of the podcasts I've done. Um, and my media page has links to all of the podcasts and videos and press that I've done in the past, which has a lot of good information. And I'm going to be releasing all of my pre-COVID interview uh, podcasts that I've had kind of on the shelf because I just get overwhelmed with show notes. Um, so I'll be releasing those very, very soon. So go to my site and sign up for my um, podcast or go to iTunes or Spotify. It's the cannabis detector. Kristen Yoder from Soul to the Oil and the Cannabis Industry BS Detector. Thank you for joining us for this edition of the Cutting Edge of Cannabis. You can download past episodes of our program by going to CannabisRadio.com or subscribing to the show on iTunes, Stitcher, and iHeartRadio. Thanks, Kristen. Thank you. The opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without proper consent of CannabisRadio.com is prohibited.